And welcome back to Jim Strader Outdoors. This is obviously our number two of tonight's broadcast, and we're doing open lines tonight, folks. I would love to hear from any of you who were in the Deer Woods for the archery opener in Kentucky. Some really great big bucks were harvested uh, early on. A lot of them were still in velvet. And uh, if you had one of those trophies, love to hear your story. We always enjoy letting people highlight their success in the outdoors, no matter the endeavor. Uh, would also love some fishing reports from those of you who here as we approach dark might have reports from the various lakes around the region, the water temperatures that finally dropped into the lower 80s or 70s in many cases around the state, triggering some really good fish activity. We always enjoy uh, fresh reports from around the region. If you're returning home, uh, squirrel hunting again has been fantastic and the wood duck and teal season is opening this coming weekend. And uh, I know you early waterfowlers are looking forward to that. There's a lot of wood ducks in the area, locally raised wood ducks, that is. There should be a pretty significant migration of teal on the back end of this cool down into the region. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but whatever the case may be, we're open lines tonight. We want to talk about what you want to talk about. So let me give you the numbers here. 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. Uh, some of you probably recall here a couple of weeks ago, we talked with Scott Smith, who has a special event through his Beagle Club up in Henry County, Kentucky. And uh, we got Scott back on the line. I promised that I'd give him some more time to promote the event because it's all about the kids. And if there's one thing Jim Strader is all about, it's all about kids and outdoors. Scott, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Jim. How about you? <laughs> I couldn't be better, buddy. I'm into the ember months and everything that ends in ER is my favorite time of the year for fishing or hunting. So I'm a pretty happy camper. Tell us about the event, I know it was evolving as we spoke last, and uh, let us know what's going on. We have uh, snowballed downhill, and it's, it's gotten bigger and bigger and more and more stuff to give away to the kids. Um, again, Brother Steve Adams is going to open us up with a devotional. Mr. Ben Medley is going to be our inspirational speaker. We've got several games on hand, Duck Pond, uh, Slingshot Shoot. A casting game. Uh, we're going to have free lunch. And I want to emphasize thanks to all the merchants and businesses in Henry, Franklin, Spencer, Jefferson County, surrounding areas. They have been fantastic in uh, answering the calls to help us put on this event. Um, there's nothing like it in the state that we can find. And uh, some of the things we're going to give away just to pique everybody's interest. So you think it's it, this is going to be an epic event, Jim. We've got about a dozen shotguns we're giving away. We've got a couple bows. We've got two or three two-man deer stands. We've got custom-made duck calls, turkey calls, goose calls, handmade knives. 
Um, we got military Bible sticks. We get, we've got frisbees, uh, life jackets. You, you just about name it, and uh, it's going to be there somewhere to be given away. All right, and uh, the important thing is this is all about and for the children, and it's your all's outreach for kids and outdoors. Tell us a little bit about the club and your all's vision for this event because it really captured my imagination. Well, in 2017, the club formed up, and it's a very, very family-oriented club. And uh, just a bunch of people getting together to have a good time and join the organization of field trialing with our, our beagles through ARHA and NKC. And and last year, club president said, hey, you know, we, we give back to the kids some, but let's, let's do a field day. And we put one on, and we had a great turnout. We had, I think it was 38 kids with adults, and, and it was fantastic. Well-received. Everybody had a great time. Kids won lots of stuff. And this year, the community got behind us even more because they saw what we were really about. And the members have really gotten excited about it. And, it's you know, the only requirements we have is you need to be there. You need to be 15 or under. And we do have to follow CDC guidelines, so you're going to have to fill out a paperwork for tracking purposes. And that's, you know, that's one of the requirements for us to hold the event. we got to do social distancing. We'll have masks on site. But the, the joy of giving back to kids is what really drives this thing. Very, very few people have been uh, – almost everybody has helped us. We had a couple that couldn't for, you know, COVID or different financial reasons, and we totally understand that. But uh, the, I just we just need the kids to show up, Jim. That's, that's why I'm just so thankful you let me talk to you tonight, sir. All right, so – Let's let's start out. Where is it? Give the dates and the times. It is at the Henry County Fairgrounds, September 19th, this coming Saturday. The start time is 10 a.m. We ask people to get there between 9, 9.30 so we can, you know, fill out our CDC paperwork and, and, and get all that done and, and have plenty of time. We ask that everybody bring a chair. That way, because we, you know, you got your own chair. We don't have to clean chairs, and we're going to have a, a bench show with the beagles, and we're going to provide the beagles for that. And uh, we've we've got it, we've got it set up, and we're ready to go. And we're going to have it rain or shine. Um, you know, and the forecast is looking good before, during, and after. So we're we're in good shape. Very very good. Now again, Scott, uh, this is free. Free, free. Is that correct? Everything is free. Capital F, capital R, capital double E, free. Again, there's there's nothing like it in Kentucky or the United States that we have found where all you have to do is show up and be 15 or less, and you're eligible to win. We literally have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of prizes and gifts and, and stuff to give away, and we just – we want to get these kids out in the outdoors and get them off the couch. And and we've got, uh, you know, shoulder mounts, deer processing. We've got some uh, assisted hunts. We've got a quail hunt with Lakeview Farms here in Shelbyville. We've got uh, rolling, rolling Trails Horse Park down in Simpsonville. We've got a, a, a big hunt there that's kind of hard to get into. And we've got other deer hunts and turkey hunts. 
all and it's and it's all free. We just we just trying to give back and get get the kids of the future into our sport so they can carry on. Yes, sir. And it's for children. What age group again? Fifteen and under. All right. And are, are adults who bring children eligible for the prizes? No, sir. It's all this to is, the kids. It's all for the kids. It, you know, if, if you're 16 and up, you know, bring your niece, your nephew, your child, your grandchild, your neighbor's kid, and support them and be there for them. But, but you can't win. <laughs> you're winning by bringing the kids. That's how you're winning. Well, that to me is the coolest part of this. And that's the reason I wanted to put that question out there so people could understand that's what this is about. And again, that's this coming Saturday. At the, go ahead and give the dates and times again. September 19th, this coming Saturday, at the Henry County Fairgrounds. Uh, registration starts at 9. The event starts at 10 with our devotional. And uh, then we'll do a series of, we'll play five or six different stations of games to win prizes. Then we'll have lunch and an inspirational speaker. And then we'll uh, start giving away the bigger stuff. But you need to register early. Yes, sir. And and lunch, everything's free. Is that correct? Yes, sir. We're, we're doing uh, hot dogs and chips. And I, I believe we're just going simple with water. But everything is free. Leave your money at home. And is the food free to the adults as well? Yes. The food is, lunch is provided for everybody on site. Very, very good, sir. Well, this is a very unique event. And hats off from Jim Strader Outdoors for hosting something like this. I think it's very much needed. I think it's timely. It's a great time of year. And, and folks, uh, if you want to introduce your children to a great crowd, inspirational speakers with religious message and with a work ethic message. Scott, tell us about your inspirational speaker because that's something that I think is just awesome. Yeah, our inspirational speaker is Mr. Ben Medley. He's a businessman here in Shelby County. Um, he suffered some injuries some years back, and he's he's paralyzed from the chest down, got limited use of his hands, and uh, the man mows over 70 yards a week. And uh, do not consider this gentleman handicapped in any form of the way because he is just a, a great Christian man, and he's, he's productive, and uh, he's part of society that, that works and earns and lives and gives back. Well, that's that's a great message for the kids, without any doubt. So, Scott, hats off to you and your partners in this venture. I'm very, very proud that maybe you'll showcase it. And uh, best of luck to you, and I hope the Lord blesses you with great weather. Thank you very much, Jim. Appreciate your time. Yes, sir. We'll post all this again on our page here at uh, Jim Strader Outdoors. And, Scott, if you'll hang on, I'd like you to give that info to my producer during the break. Folks, again, we're doing open lines tonight. The number is 571-8484-1-800-444-8484. This break is presented by SMI Marine, 11400 Westport Road. Got all kind of great boats for sale. Glad to help you troubleshoot any problems with your boat. And remember, 
You never get soaked by my friends at SMI Marine. Jim Strader Outdoors again, open lines tonight. Numbers 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. I was up against a hard break and uh, we were talking to Scott Smith about the Beagle Club event in Henry County. Scott, uh, before we turn you loose, how can folks get more information about the event? They can call me at area code 502-777-6216. Or they can call Dustin Perry at 502-321-1516. All right. In this age of Internet, is there any site they can go to to search? We do have a Kentucky River Beagle Club Facebook page. They can search that page, and all of our information is on that page. All right. It's Kentucky River Beagle Club Yep, on Facebook. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Again, God bless you for all you're doing for the kids. All right. Thank you, Jim. You, you bet. All right. Let's go to Joe, who's calling from Jeffersonville. Joe, thank you for being patient. You're up. Hey, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. I, I heard your show a few couple weeks ago about the ticks, and I've heard the, the callers call in a couple times earlier in this uh, episode. But I don't know if you're familiar with uh, 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 tick tubes where you can treat your yard with them. Um, they can, you can buy them commercially, but you can make them easily through, like, paper towel tubes, and you cut them down to size, and then you, put, you treat cotton with permethrin and uh, spray it with, with that and let it dry, and then you stuff the, the tubes with it and spread it along your property. And the mice will get that cotton and uh, burrow, you know, and uh, nest with it, and it will kill the ticks off the mice. So I, if you go on YouTube, there's tons of videos, tons of it on tick treatment like that for properties. Some people swear about it. I'm not sure. But I, I mean, if I had a couple acres, especially in the city or something, was having trouble with it or, you know, a suburb, I would definitely try it. I would love to see it work on bigger parcels, but, you know, who knows? So. All right. Well, Joe, I, I have seen some of those things. I will admit that I'm a bit cautious or uh, hesitant to uh, say that they would work, and I, I will tell mm -hmm. you why. When you have... Uh, all kinds of free roaming animals that carry ticks and it goes mm -hmm. from and, and and you're correct about one thing mice unbelievably to a lot of people the smaller rodents are one of the number one carriers of these seed ticks that develop into the larger ticks seed ticks being the uh, uh immature ticks but everything from a mouse to a chipmunk to a squirrel obviously to a turkey or a deer uh, can carry ticks. And because of that, a lot of these things that target specific species like that, I'm just skeptical that in the large scheme of things, you can be comfortable thinking that that's going to get the job done. Having said, that, yet. having said that, is it a bad idea? No, I can't say that, but I'm just skeptical that, you know, on a large 
scale basis, that's the answer. And, and to me, uh, one of the things that could be done in urban environments, I've not talked a lot about this, but I've been giving it a lot of thought. If these lawn care services that spray herbicides um, for broadleaf control in, in you know, yards, et cetera, were mm -hmm. able to integrate the appropriate amount of permethrin into their springs, that could last for quite some time in those environments. Now, it had to be yeah. done on a continual basis. By continual, I mean, you know, throughout the summer, late spring and summer months up into early fall. But mm -hmm. it would appear in certain cases to me to have a application that could be effective and in some of these urban environments with a lot of deer and a lot of squirrels a lot of chipmunks a lot of mice which are quite frankly most urban environments mm -hmm. um, I could see where it could have some uh, application if you will well if you go on the internet you'll actually see commercial feeders uh, that you can do that just like cows get the, the oil based treatments and stuff on, you know, where they reach in and feed or whatever. Uh, yeah. What I would like to see, I think the state should take a small hunting area like one of the WMAs during and treat it for a year and then do a study on the deer, you know, see how many ticks are coming off the deers that are harvested and then do it for a couple of years and see if it is effective so we'll all know if it is. Because, I mean, something needs to be done just like any other. You know, we're running around scared of this COVID and, and these other diseases are just as bad. And I want to remind yeah. a lot of people that think it's a, like, you know, it's a hunter, hiker, or whatever problem. But how many people sleep with their dogs at night in the city? Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? So that's a big thing when, you, when, you're, when you're sleeping with your pet. You want to, you wanna, we want to do for every, you know, side of, of society as we can. And I would love to see some kind of studies done. I, if they could do commercial feeders where raccoons were getting, you know, treated like that or whatever, I think it, it'd be worthwhile, you know, especially the... Joe, I, I hear you. That is a good idea. I think it would make a great control study. And the well, amount of fear that people have and what have you is probably something well worth doing a study on. All right, folks, got to go to break here. The break is presented by Marcel Properties Heart Realty. Numbers tonight, 571-8484, 1-800-444-8484. We'll be back right after this. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors. And again, we're doing open lines tonight, folks. The numbers, if you'd like to chime in here, are 571-8484, 1-800-444-8484. In that regard, we have Kevin on hold from Jeffersonville, Indiana. Hey, Kevin, how are you? I'm fine, Jim. I'm, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. We're into the, what I call, ember months, the months that end in ER, September, October, November, and December. They're my favorites, so I'm a you pretty got happy it. camper. <laughs> well, I'll I tell you, I've run into a big problem. I uh, went through a divorce, and... Uh, of course, I had to move out and lost damn near everything I had. But I've got several trophy deer mounts, and I was wondering, is it legal to sell 
shoulder deer mounts in Indiana? I do not know if it is or not. Um, you know, I, I'm a person that if I don't know, I'm going to tell you I don't know. And I'm not sure about that, but that's an easy phone call. All you got to do is call the Indiana Department of Natural Resources in Indianapolis, and they can give you a reading on that. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I appreciate the help, and uh, you and your friends and family have a good one. Well, Kevin, before I let you go, are these significant, uh, memorable deer to you? Yes, they are. But just about everywhere I have tried to move, nobody will let me move in with those shoulder deer mounts. Uh, for what reason? They said they just didn't want them in uh, the apartment. Ah, uh, that's the... Uh... I thought, I'd look I, thought, for, well, I thought, you know, what is going on? How come I can't do this? But Yeah, that, that doesn't uh, make much sense to me. I'd be looking for somewhere else to live. But may I say something to you about that on a personal but, note? Yes, sir. During divorce, most of us are in a time of tremendous emer emotional turmoil. And because of that, we tend to make a little more rash decisions or less uh, far-reaching uh, decisions the way we would under other circumstances. And trophy deer that create memories are worth a lot more than whatever money you might get from them. You're telling the nothing truth, else, I would encourage you to find some place uh, within the family, your immediate family, to place them during this interim time because in your rocking chair days, things like that are a lot more important to you than what little money they might bring during this transition period. I'm giving you that from my heart. Well, I tell you, they mean a whole lot to me, and there are some really, really nice trophy ones. I've scored some high ones, and... Uh... Like I said, they really mean a lot to me because me and my nephew hunt together, and we've took down some pretty nice deer. I hate to get rid of them, but but if I, I believe I'm going to take your advice, I'll see if I can talk to some family members and see if they'll let me store them. Yeah, because you'll be beyond your circumstance one way or another as time goes forward, and yep. I would hate to have you look back and wish that, Man, I wish I had that I, because a a deer that was a trophy to you at the time, whether it was a memory of a relative you were with where you harvested it or it was a once-in-a-lifetime deer or a deer that had a story behind it, people that don't understand trophy relativity uh, probably don't understand. There's a lot of things that go into a trophy. And rocking chair day memories are worth a lot for, to us hunters. So you believe I it. encourage you for what little money you're going to get from them, hang on to them however you can. And I think you'll, as you go forward, find that I gave you pretty good advice. You, you'll miss the mount more than you'll appreciate the little bit of money they'll bring you at this time. And, and I'm sorry you're going through a tough period in your life, but hang in there and hang on to your trophies. That'd be my my uh, read on it. I'm not trying to 
to give you advice as much as I'm giving you an opinion. Well, I just, uh, I'm going to take your advice and keep them because they really do mean a lot to me. And I just didn't realize there were so many anti-hunters, anti-hunting people out there in the renting community. Well, here's what I'll tell you. I would rent from them kind of people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to. I may have to buy me a trailer somewhere and put them, but I'm going to keep them. I appreciate your advice. All right, Kevin. Well, I'm glad you called me because I tell you it's an emotional period for you, and I'm glad I could maybe help in some small way to help you think it through. Thank you very much. You bet, sir. All right, folks, uh, let's go to Paul Thomas that's on the line. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing just fine, sir. That was a heartfelt uh, situation right there, and I feel like I gave that gentleman the right encouragement to stay true to what he loves and what he believes. He's going through a difficult period. And a lot of us go through those kind of situations, so I did the best for him I could. Yeah, I agree. Now, Paul, agree. you're obviously the broker with Mossy Oak Properties Heart Realty, and reason I'm having you on tonight, you got some pretty exciting properties that our listenership, I think, might be interested in, so the floor is yours. Well, I appreciate you having me on tonight, Jim, and, you know, the good thing we got going right now is, is we got properties, really, of all different types, you know, if you're looking for something that's on a river or Kentucky Lake, you know, we got you covered. I've got some pretty large acreage tracks down on Kentucky Lake. Um, I've got some properties that it's on Green River. I got one that I kind of call the triple threat, 106 acres. Got some beans. It has river frontage, and it also borders WMA ground down in Adair County, kind of giving you a little bit of the triple threat, everything you need for uh, wildlife management, getting that extra bonus acreage there to be able to hunt on the WMA and uh has a house on it and barn and everything you need to get going. And, uh, but we also got some smaller acres. You're wanting 50, 60 acres. We can cover you right there all the way up to pretty close to a thousand acres. So I can kind of cover you in really any acreage range, different geographic areas of Kentucky right now. We've got them in Western Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, Central Kentucky currently right now. Um, and, you know, looking for a cattle farm. We got some active cattle farms that's available in in the 200 plus acre range. Uh, got some larger tracks that can be divided up into smaller tracks if that's what you need. And uh, so we we got you covered right there. Well, Paul, one reason okay. I wanted to have you on tonight is a the amount of acreage y'all have under inventory right now, but b because of the interest rates, this is an excellent time for folks to do that type of investment. And um, it's just a magic time to to invest in those type of real estate bargains. And you all have got, as you mentioned, a number of them. What are a couple that are the big standouts to you, maybe, that you think folks might be interested in on the large or small scale? Well, if you're looking for uh, some larger acreage, um, you know, the 947 acres we got is my largest tract that we currently have. Uh, it's got some uh, Cumberland River frontage, so you got the nice river front. 
And then uh, the, it's got a mix of fields in it. It's actually currently owned by the, the National Wild Turkey Federation. They've been managing it for a while now, and we're, we've have it, we got it on the market to uh, to sell. Uh, great piece of property. What the county is that in? Like it. It, it, I'm sorry, Jim. The county that it's in. That one's in Crittenden County. Okay. And then uh, the other one that I'm really liking is is that 106 acres that I was telling you about in Adair County. From a hunting aspect, or whether you want to be there year round, uh, to me, having the river frontage on Green River on the upper side of the lake, uh, having the ability to go over on the WMA ground. So it's like buying 106 acres, but having access to 1,000 acres. Uh, I really like that. Um, and then having the row crops in there, whether you want to continue to row crop it and have a little bit of an income or whether you want to do something different with it, obviously that option's there for you. I, I really like that one. And then um, some of the other ones that, I, that I'm liking is the active cattle farm. And what I like about it is it's got quite a bit of acreage open, but whether you want to use it as an active cattle farm, whether you want to come in and row crop it, um, it'll really lay out either way. It would make a great hunting farm just with how it lays. They're all priced like that one right there is priced at a, at a rate that it should move. Uh, I feel like you're going to get a bargain with that one. And then um, – Now, what county is it in? It's in Metcalf County. Metcalf, okay. And I've got another one that I like. For your Louisville market, your Cincinnati market, uh, I've got another piece that's in – it's 45 minutes out of Louisville, 45 minutes out of uh, Cincinnati there in Carrollton. And it's 316 acres with a little over 100 acres of open ground on it. But maybe you can't afford the 316. Got a nice little cabin on 75 acres that we can put you in. And that, that'll work out perfect for either that Louisville-Cincinnati market. Okay. Well, and, and Paul, as usual, they can check all these out at, at your website, which is mophartrealty.com. Uh, you want to Correct. give the telephone number where folks can reach you? Sure. They can either reach me at my office at 270-524-1980, or they can call me or text me on my cell phone at 270-537-4422. Okay. And, again, the easiest place to access those numbers and all this information is mophartrealty.com. All right, Paul, I sure appreciate it. Hey, no problem. You have a good day, and enjoy the rest of the weekend. Yes, sir. And, of course, folks, Paul's a big supporter of the program, and uh, I'm always excited about the property he's got to offer you all out there. So I'd encourage you to peruse the website if you're interested in selling or buying. And, again, with interest rates as low as they are, this is a great time to to purchase the property of your dreams. We got to go to break here, folks. This break is presented by my friends at SMI Marine. Tim Addington and the staff are there ready, willing, and able to take great care of you. Remember, you never get soaked by my friends at SMI. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors. And again, we've been talking open lines tonight. And as usual, when I do open lines, I learn a lot about what you 
folks are interested in. And one of the things that is very, very evident is the concern about ticks out there. And I'm glad that we've had several folks call about it because it is very large and in charge in my mind as we go through early bowl season and transition into October and November and even into December. The ticks are out there and there's something that need to be dealt with. Uh, for those of you that have dogs in the field, I want to give a warning. If you do not have uh, tick collars on your dogs and you're working them, uh, for instance, guys with beagles that are tuning them up for the upcoming season, uh, if you've got Labrador retrievers out in the field during dove season, if you're working spaniels, uh, any of the types of working dogs, or if you just have farm dogs or dogs around the house, if you're in tick environments to one of the caller's point, number one, you do not want your dogs to have Lyme disease and these other tick diseases uh, for their sake. And number two, if they are members of your family or house dogs like mine have always been, you don't want to bring those ticks into the house to attach themselves to you. So uh, that is a word to the wise. Let it be sufficient. We did learn through the program that I did with Bob Edwards with Ticks Sporting Goods that was kind enough to help me put a lot of that information together that you can indeed spray permethrin on your pets. There are guidelines you have to follow. You certainly don't want to have it in their eyes or in their nose or in their mouth parts. But uh, most importantly, there are tick collars out there that have permethrin in them. And they do a good job of, of keeping the ticks off your, your pets. And I would encourage you to look into those types of collars if you have a dog that's in the outdoors where they might be exposed to ticks. Again, as a wildlife wrap-up for tonight's program, great time to be out scouting for deer. One of my favorite ways to do it is prowl the woods, squirrel hunting, lots of squirrels out there now. Uh, the deer have shed their velvet in almost every case that I've seen here lately, so they're not as easy as they were when the archery season opened. However, there's going to be good opportunity for the archers going forward. Fishing activity is picking it up because water is cooling and will cool very rapidly now that we've got shorter days and longer nights and declining water temperatures. I think the water temperature at Kentucky Lake today was about 83. Most of the other lakes around the state, it's in the mid to uh, upper 70s, which is the key for fish activity to really start picking it up. So we're in the ember months, which again, the months that end in ER are my favorites. And I certainly intend to be out there. I'll be fishing in the morning to take advantage of that cool morning we've got tomorrow. So uh, I hope you all will stay safe, happy, and healthy. God bless you, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>